Welcome to I Am Ready, a podcast where we have tough and meaningful conversations based on the real-life experiences we're all going through, where women everywhere are reminded how magnetic and special they are, even when they doubt it, where we can all feel safe, heard, and understood as we explore the ups and downs of life. Here, we will learn, grow, and become our ideal selves together. So if you're ready to be poured into, reminded how powerful you are, and given that nudge to step into your boldness, then you've come to the right place. You ready? Let's do this. Hey friends, before this episode begins, I wanted to quickly come in and offer this up to you. You're going to hear myself and Allison Cullen from You Do Woo talk about human design. You're going to hear about all the benefits that it will bring to your life, all the ways that it can be applied to your life. But a key thing that gets said in there is that as you may work with Allison and as you begin to learn about your human design, there can be some major benefit from working with a coach or a therapist as you are learning this information to help with that like integration process, to help with some of the deconditioning you'll hear us talk about. And so I want to quick, before we even get started, pop in to say like, I would love to work with you. So if you hear these messages and are intrigued about how human design and working with like a life coach and or a therapist turned coach, I'd love to work with you. So listen to this episode, absorb all the goodness, and then send me a DM on Instagram. Reach out and just let me know like the one thing that you are just ready to start to tackle, to start to work on, uh, and I'll reach back out and connect with you. Until then, please enjoy this episode. Talk to you soon. Okay, everybody, I have a treat for you today. Welcome back to I Am Ready. I have the lovely Allison Cullen with me today. Hello, good morning. Good morning. I'm so excited to be here at the very beginning of your podcast. I know. And what a full circle moment because the very first podcast guest or place where I was ever a guest was on your podcast. So this feels fun to have it come back full circle. Yes. I'm so honored to be here. I'm going to quickly, you guys, um, share a little bit about how Allison and I met, and then I'm going to let her introduce herself and share a little bit more about her before we jump into like the meat and potatoes of this episode. But Allison and I got introduced um, through Direct Sales Growth Community, DSGC. Um, I work in there for my friend, Colleen. She was on a previous episode. You can go back and and listen to that. But, um, and you had got introduced to Colleen through Allie Reeves, who had been a trainer in there and had, um, given a lot to that community. And she helped make this connection of like, Hey, I think you should have Allison come in and, and train. So it's been about a year. Mm-hmm. I think. Does that sound right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, so not only was when Allison came and I watched the training, I was like eating up and like taking so many notes, like, what is this that she's talking about? This is, I've never heard of this. Um, but it was just, um, just your energy and just having like this, you know, like I could tell, like you were someone that I was going to want to get to know and like really enjoy. And, and so like just your energy that you brought besides the content, um, 
led me to working with you in a couple different ways in smaller scales, offering up a reading and helping me get to know my human design more. Um, and up until this point now, then I'm a part of your mastermind, which has been so delightful. Um, and just getting to work with you like every week um, and, and be in communication. So my brief introduction is that I, over the last year and getting to know Allison, like she is absolutely someone that all of you are going to want to have in your world and get to know. Um, but she is a human design and a business coach. Um, she's such a delight. I will let you introduce yourself more, but just thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, it's been a whirlwind of a year and I'm so grateful to have you in my world. Um, Megan is our resident therapist inside of the Udubu brand, which is very needed <laughs> when you have a whole bunch of women all in together and we're like, okay, what am, what's going on here? How do I rewire my brain? So I'm very grateful to have your expertise in inside of Udubu as well. So just a little bit about me. Um, I am a mom and a wife. I am turning 40 this year. And which is crazy because I feel better than I did when I was 21 in lots of ways. Parenting has grinded me down a little bit, but like being my physical body, I feel I feel pretty good. Most of my life, I have worked in the music industry. I was a band nerd in high school and college and still play the flute. Um, music is like my world. Music lights me up so much. I love going to see live music. I love playing music. I love singing all the different things. Um, and so right after college, I was going to go to law school to be an entertainment lawyer because I wanted to work in the music industry. And I ended up getting a job just handed in my lap sort of to work in Austin, Texas in the country music industry. And um, I was what is called a business manager, which is a little bit of a mixture between an accountant and almost like a business coach for music businesses whether it's individual musicians or i had some booking agency clients like whatever so you basically are their right hand person for their business and their accounts and their budgeting and their tours and all of that kind of stuff so i did that ever since i was 21 so for the well i ended up 2020 sort of kicked me out of that so i'll fast forward a little bit so for the past for 17 years or so. I worked as a business coach, business manager in the music industry. March, 2020 comes along. I have a six month old, Not have not yet mastered the mothering game, but I'm working on it. I don't know how long that takes, maybe 18 years. Yeah, <laughs> um, so anyways, human design's helping with that too, a little bit. So we'll talk about that. But um, so March of 2020, <clears throat> I had already been studying human design just on a personal level. I had found out about it when I, when I was pregnant, so early 2019, and was just fascinated with it. For sure fascinated, especially once I had my daughter in September 2019, because I found out that she's a reflector. We'll get there. There's five types of human design energy types. Reflector is the least common, like it's less than 1%. So whenever I found out my daughter was a reflector, I was like, okay, I really have to learn about this. So fast forward to March, 2020, basically get kicked out of the music industry or at least furloughed. They were like, okay, we're taking for sure six months off. You get six months of unemployment. We'll reconvene after that. So I had 
extra money on my hands and extra time on my hands. Because at the same time, it's truly a miracle that I'm still married. My husband lost his job as well, and he started renovating our house. So my daughter and I moved three hours away to with to move in with my parents so that I could get a little bit of help. So we would be out of a house under renovation. Couldn't, it was very unsafe to be here with like removing all of the walls and everything. And I had some extra time and extra money on my hands to be able to get certified in human design. So did, so those March, April, May, June, July, 2020 is when we came back to Dallas. Um, I started working, you know, I, I had some daycare. We did four hours a day of daycare and our house was somewhat back together, not quite, but there wasn't just like wood laying around anymore. And that's when I started my podcast. And that's when I started doing human design readings. So for all of 2020, I was just chipping away. I mean, I freaking loved recording for my podcast. Megan knows this, like she just, she just started. Um, and it's just such a therapeutic outlet and it's just very creative and it's so fun. So for people who are meant to do podcasting, like it just feels so good. Like it's, it's not like how work sometimes feels to me. I don't, I don't feel like. So I started doing that, started doing human design readings here and there, and then it just grew. Like it just really started growing. Um, I wasn't, I, it took me about a year and a half to really start making like business money, not just hobby money, but I didn't really have any other choice. I knew once I started doing this and started business coaching and started doing human design readings, it was like, oh my God, this is my calling. Like, this is what I am meant to do. This is what I've been meant to do. Um, and then it's just, it's just grown from there. So it was truly a miracle. I'm not grateful for COVID in many ways, but I'm grateful for being pushed out of my old job. Yeah. And kind of, I mean, in some ways you were already doing aspects of it now with the human design specifically, but still getting to take what you had been doing and have experience and expertise in, but just really like honing into what lights you up and like in a way that feels yeah. so good. Yes. So let's take one step back just for any of my listeners who maybe haven't seen me talk about you on my social media or any of that. Can you give like a, an brief overview of what human design even is and how, how someone could use it as a tool in their life? Yes. So human design is a method, a tool for your toolbox. Some people get pretty spiritual and woo woo with it. And you can, if you want to, but today I'm going to talk about it in a very layman's terms, using it as a tool, like almost a tool that you, that maybe your therapist would use just to help you access certain things in their, your body and help you rewire your brain and all that kind of stuff. So it is a tool you do. The woo woo part of it is like, sort of like with astrology or something, you have to go put in your birth date and birth information to find out which of the five types you are. There's a lot of, I don't, I'm still learning about astrology. So there's some aspects of that that are included in human design that I truly do not understand how it ends up tracking, but it always does. Like it's sort of nuts. So just bear with me, listen to this. If you go and then look up your chart, which I'll give Megan all the info to do that for free in the show notes, 
If you go look up your chart and nothing resonates, then just leave this. Don't worry. Um, connect with Megan. She has lots of other tools for your tool belt. However, if this does track for you and it does resonate, Megan knows a lot about this and she can sort of help you, help guide you in, in y'all's work together to go even deeper. You're gonna have a lot of free, free resources as well. So it's an empowerment tool. Once you're really locked in and honor, honoring your design, it's a fast track to most of the things you, you want in life or you think you, you want in life. Peace, joy, success, peace and, peace and love and relationships, self-love, manifestation, all of it. It gives you permission to be you and sort of shed anything that's not you, that you've been trying to be more like your parents or be more like your neighbor, be more like somebody at your job or on your team or whatever you get to like take all of that away which gives you way more energy when we try to be something we're not even if it comes from a good place if we try to be this like hustle hustler when we just really need more rest than most people nothing's gonna work out for us yeah it's almost like shining a flashlight in there to like peek through everything that we've been told or thought was quote unquote right or like this is just how it is or how it's supposed to be and we get to like shine a light through and like oh like this is how I really operate at like max capacity like this is how um it just it it feels like this is like the the words that when you when you see your chart and it's overwhelming at first I will say that like I wanted to like dive in and like tell me what all of this means and you have to I had to digest it in pieces um but when you have like words and descriptors and um, start to learn about like your energy type and your authority and things like that, it feels like it puts words to like kind of what you've always known about yourself, but yet didn't, didn't feel like you could always operate as yourself, if that makes sense. Yep. So like the biggest thing probably for me, and I'll, I'll use some of these words. And again, like this can make more sense as you, you know use the link and, and look up your own page if you're interested, but like, um, so I'm a, a manifesting generator and I have emotional authority. And so for me, like where that really fit and felt very validating on the forefront was, um, Manny Jens, as we're called, like, we really can have our hands in a lot of different things. We can work at like a pretty full capacity compared to other people. We have a lot of like energy. And if I'm saying anything wrong, Allison will correct me. But like, for me, what that looked like was like, I've never been at a job for more than five years. Um, so since like college, grad school, and all the jobs I've had since, because I always just felt this like, okay, it's time to change it up. I, I've never seen myself as someone that's like, I plan to work at the same job for my entire career, like barf. So that felt very validating of like, that is, this is why I like to mix it up or why I've been able to have like a main career, a side gig and, you know, doing something different is because like that fits me where it doesn't for everybody. And, um, things with like my authority is I'm emotional authority. And that has been more of like giving me information and looking at it in ways that I didn't see. And I know we'll go into this, but actually like deconditioning, helping me decondition from like the rules and maybe like what society or, or people around me have told me when it comes to like my emotions mm -hmm. um, and, and kind of how I can process them 
more efficiently and more effectively and in a way that feels good rather than how I think I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we maybe jump into the deconditioning, as people are looking at their chart, Allison, are there like one or two things that you always encourage people like start here if this is new to you and you're digesting it, like because there is a lot of information, where do you encourage people to start? Yeah, the type is, and I'll take two minutes to go through each of the types if you want to. Um, the type is the first thing. Um, and I will give Megan a link to go get a free cheat sheet. So basically you can click on this link, put in your information. You'll figure out what you are generator, manager, like Megan manifester, projector, or reflector. And then it'll lead you to that cheat sheet. And then that has like honestly a year's worth of information on it that you could put into practice in your Mm -hmm. life so the type is where i would first start then possibly authority which megan was talking she's emotional authority and then which doesn't mean she's like more emotional than most people it means that she's very much meant to pay attention to her emotions and where she is within her emotions before making a decision she's supposed to like not make a decision from like being too excited or feeling too low or out of fear just more wait for that cool calm collected spot and sometimes that takes an hour and sometimes that takes 48 hours so you sort of start learning that with me i have sacral which is a little bit more instant gut instinct that i can follow but those are the two most important things type and authority Profile is really interesting and that's on the cheat sheet too. So we can get there if we have time or that might be another episode because profiles is, it's a lot of information. So let me go through the five types real quick. Well, I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna lump two together, generators and manygen. So I'm a pure generator. Megan is a manygen, which is sort of a mixture between a generator and a manifester. Generators and manygens are most of the population, about 70% we have the most internal life force energy we are very much meant to do produce build create bring things to life the most important things for generators and managers is that their work or career really lights them up that is like so important if you know a generator or manager who is not a hundred percent lit up by their career there's gonna be some problems there. And what's interesting is the next few years is a very pivotal time according to human design where a lot of people are going to be switching careers, not because they're just like bored and wanna see what the next thing is because it is not their calling and they're not lit up by it. So you're gonna see a lot of people pivoting careers or being pushed out between 2020 and 2027. It already happened for me. I'll say, I think I've already got rolling for a lot of people. Yeah. So career is so important. We are designed to wake up in the morning with a full tank, use our energy in very satisfying ways and go to bed exhausted at the end of the day. And that's how I've been for the past two and a half years. I mean, I I go to bed at 8 p.m. because I'm just like, I've used all my energy in such a satisfying way and now I need to go to sleep. It's not like a depressed exhaustion. It's like a Oh my God, like fulfilled exhaustion. Manifestors are about 9% of the population. 
These are people who are very much meant to initiate, make things happen really quickly, get things started, and then delegate. Not the hustle, do, 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 but more the like idea person, get the ball rolling. They're very independent, very autonomous. Freedom is of utmost importance to them. They can often see the future and everyone else is a little bit behind the times of manifestors. Um, and manifestors are very much meant to, more than other types, use their throat and speak their truth. So Megan, you know, when Megan and I got in each other's worlds and I did her human design chart and we were sort of talking about different business things, I was like, just FYI, you've got a defined throat and let's use that in certain ways, AKA a podcast. So not that you have to do a podcast, but depending on depending on your chart and the gates that are activated in your throat and all that kind of thing, that can sometimes be a, something that really activates your business and activates your presence in the world. Um, projectors are about 20% of the population. They are not here to do the doing. They're here to guide and be teachers and advisors for things that are already currently in place. So not necessarily creating fresh new things, but like guiding and creating ideas and new ways of doing things, if that makes sense. Um, they do not have consistent access to energy. It comes more in spurts. A lot of times people say that projectors should only be working like two or three hours a day. I have found, you know, everybody's a little bit different. My husband is a projector and he's not in a um, line of work where they currently only do two or three hour work days. I hope that eventually he can do that, but he used to work, you know, 60, 80 hours a week, every week. And now he's gotten to where he only works like five to 10 days a week max and they're full days, but then he has a really good amount of the month to sort of refuel, you know? Um, so I know that's not always gonna be perfect, but if you're a projector, send me a DM on Instagram too, because I can give you some extra resources, but for sure access everything in the cheat sheet. Your your biggest shadow is burnout, trying to keep up with every all the rest of us who are generators and MGs, and we just wanna work all the time. Like Megan and I, and I, I attract a lot of MGs into my world. So Megan and I, and all the other MGs that are in the mastermind, we always talk about just like, oh my gosh, if I could work all day, every day it would feel so good. I just wanna like be in my zone of genius and work. And projectors are not this way. They do have zones of genius and they have superpowers, but like they are very efficient and they can get all their work done in two hours and then go rest and play the rest of the day. Where to me, if I'm if I'm needing to rest every day, like in the middle of the day, it's most likely that I'm sick or burnt out or emotionally exhausted for some reason, like had a fight with my husband or something. You know, I don't get tired from working. Like I really, really don't. It gives me more energy, but projectors are, are different. And then the last type is reflectors. This is less than 1% of the population. These are very unique beings. They tend to take on everything in their environment and mirror it back. Um, they can be sort of repellent because they're like, you're not, when you are talking with a reflector, you're not really talking to that person. You're seeing everything about you. So this can be real. I mean, I have a daughter who's a reflector and she is very much my mirror. And it's like, you 
can't really see into that person. It's just like very much reflecting back your tone, your health, your physical, mental, spiritual health. Um, reflectors identities are always changing sort of over the course of a month, their lunar being. So they, they flow way more than most humans with the lunar cycle. Um, it's almost like their life is made up of miniature themes, like monthly themes. So one, if you're, if you're a parent of a reflector like me, you don't want to force your kid to like pick one thing and stay with it the whole time. They might be like, okay, like for a couple months, my daughter was obsessed with ballet and now she doesn't want to go anymore. And I'm like, well, we had to sign up for six months, you know, but we took last week off and I'm like, okay, this is just going to be how this is. They sort of change their minds. It's similar to MGs, um, but more, even more intense. Like for you, it's every few years you sort of pivot for reflectors that might be several times a year that they pivot. So those are the five types. Um, and yeah, so I'm a generator, you're a manigen. So you have a mixture of manifester and generator, which is very magical. And just like, as you guys listen to this again, like take this in and like, take some time to digest it. Um, there's so much that Allison can say and teach, which is why getting in her world is really smart at this, because it, it is just like fascinating. Um, and, and like, there's a lot of other tools out there, other, you know, quizzes and assessments, love languages, like just some of the things that come, a Myers-Briggs assessment, right? There's lots of things out there that can kind of give some um insider gives some descriptors to like your personality or different things but this just feels like the most like in depth and intensive and really like not just not just who I am but like how I function and again I think that that's where it gives a lot of um really useful information because if I'm not using my energy you know properly or if I'm I just keep living life how I think I should or what society or my family has told me this is the right thing to do or how to do it, it's going to be very common, correct me if I'm wrong, to find yourself burnt out, bitter, upset, frustrated, because you're, you're, it's like square peg, round hole. Like it just doesn't fit because I keep trying to operate in a way that just doesn't fit with me on a, on a, on a whole being level. And so when you start to learn even just some of the basics it can be very, um, first, just like uh, a slap to your system, like, whoa, right? A lot of information, a lot of awareness, but then it very quickly though, does give that validation and, and freedom. Cause it's like, whew, if I, even just a few small changes, I can see how this could really benefit me. Cause it's just so much more aligned to who I innately am. Yeah. We were at the, this is random. It just came to me. We were at the zoo the other day with Caroline, my three and a half year old. And she was asking about like the different animals and why this one swims and isn't like up in the trees and you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's almost like that. It's almost like there's that old saying of like, you don't call a fish dumb for not knowing how to climb a tree. Is that, what, what am I, yeah. what's my thinking? Yeah. Not very creative with sayings, but like remembering sayings, but it's almost that, that it's like being like, oh my gosh, I was never meant to climb trees. I was meant to swim in the water. Yeah. 
you know, and this whole time we think that we're something's wrong with us because we can't breathe in a tree when we have gills and we're meant to be underwater. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah, right? Which is such a good segue because then a lot of this, again, tell me if this rings true for you or not. Like, so then as you are educating people and giving them the information to get started on this process of learning about their human design, um, not only like absorbing the information, in, you know, having a couple starting places to start to make some tweaks in how they're operating. But a lot of it then ends up being like deconditioning from the ways that they have been innately taught and ingrained on how to be, how to learn, how to work, how to all the things. Yes. Yes. And this is the great part about having a therapist to be able to sort of get like working with me and working with Megan, maybe at the same time as you sort of learn about a human design because she very much knows all the types and, and the different idiosyncrasies of each but <clears throat> another big aspect of human design is starting to retrain yourself to use your brain for what it was for your brain was not used meant to help you make all the decisions in your life your brain is there's a primitive part of our brain that keeps us safe and that's not really useful anymore for most of us on an everyday basis. That like amygdala, I don't know, in when I went to go get my master's in counseling, we called it Amy G. Dalla. And she's like always scared and fearful and emotional and blah, blah, you know, whatever, like just roll like, ah. Um, and that's your that's your primitive brain. That's your monkey brain that makes all decisions out of fear. Um, and we don't really need that anymore because we don't have lions chasing us, right? We're not out hunting in the middle of a forest and, and need to run because that's what is activated whenever that happens. These days, we utilize that so much to like make every decision. And that's not what it is for. We were not meant to use our brains to make decisions out of fear. Our brains were meant to be creative and get downloads from the higher part of our like from the more creative aspect of ourself or god if you believe in in that um and really most of our decisions were meant to be made in our body not up in our head but like more down in our body but these days we're so out of touch with our body whether it was something that happened to you traumatic you know when you were younger um or just conditioning of like, I don't know, especially those of us who are raised in maybe the 70s or 80s, it's like, make a pro and con list. What looks good on paper? Da, 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 da. And anybody who's maybe like chosen a mate for what looks good on paper, you know, he makes 500 grand a year and he's never gonna cheat on you. So there you go. Well, if they're not somebody who wants to spend time with you, and loves you for you, who you are in your soul, and who stands for you being the best part of yourself and is like a growth partner and whatever, then what's on paper doesn't freaking matter. You know, we've all made decisions for what looks best on paper. I know a ton of lawyers who are so unhappy with their career, but their father was a lawyer and their grandfather was a lawyer or doctors or whoever. Nothing wrong with any of those careers, but that just made that decision based on 
what their family wanted or what makes the most money. And they're so depressed, you know? Speaking of like our body, I had done, um, I think it was my second episode. I talked about like, this was one of the biggest things that I had realized, like in a lot of ways, I would say I was someone that was very in touch with my body, having been an athlete for a good majority of the first part of my life. I was very aware. I had injuries. I could describe like, this is, you know, what hurts and how it hurts. Um, obviously like using in my body in all these different ways. So like, I would have said I was very in tuned with my body. Um, but strictly from like a physical standpoint now in hindsight, right? Like not really realizing how much or in all the different situations that my body was giving me clues and cues about my emotions. Um, or again, like the conditioning of like, oh, I maybe, you know, I can feel kind of the heart racing and I feel nauseous because I'm anxious and worrying about something, but quickly like clam it up, don't show it. It's not a big deal. You're overreacting, you know, some of those messages that are coming from our head or again, from like the world around us. So in, in that second episode, I just talk about like, as I've learned that like my emotions are my authority in guiding me about paying just so much more attention to our bodies. And like you said, we don't need our brains in the same fight or flight way that we did back, you know, as cavemen. However, I also think there are still a lot of people operating out of fear more so than they ever realize, because I think there's a lot more smaller scale trauma and I'm not trying to compare trauma, but there's a lot more trauma out there that people are just now starting to become more and more aware about. Um, and being willing to acknowledge it as that, because for so long, like trauma is taboo, or we don't talk about our feelings. And so we've gotten really good about being in our head and not in our bodies, because we just don't talk about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people still are just starting to come around and realize like, holy shit, mm-hmm. like I've had a lot of stuff that I've been holding on to in my body that I've never paid attention to. And so it's now become this automatic process of just going to my head to look at things and solve problems and make decisions um, because that's what we're quote unquote supposed to do, you know? Um, so I, I think that that's like such a huge thing and a gift that human design gives you is sometimes it's specific parts of our body, you know, where our authority, but it's, it's just giving, it's giving us that home base that we've always had. And yes, it's not the same fight or flight as, as caveman days, but there is still, I think, more of it and more traumas that have gone on that people haven't even recognized or realized that they've really been avoiding or repressing that is in their bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to give them so much information as they learn and start applying human design. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So when people are, I learned kind of my, my energy type, I've learned my authority and I'm starting to decondition and pay more attention to my body. Um, I know there's like a whole gamut of information. Like what do you, what are some of your starting point, maybe tips or tricks with different, you know, if it's the different types, but just like, as people are starting to become more aware of their body. Okay. Now what? Yeah. So one of the first things I did was also start to learn some of the types of the people around me that I was like in contact with on a daily or weekly basis, be it my partner or family or um, coworkers or whatever, because there's so much 
energy that we use to try to change other people, right? Or get external situations under control by us, which you talk about a lot, like our locus of control and what we actually have control over and what we don't and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's helpful sometimes after you've learned about your own type to learn about your partner's type, your kiddo's type, your coworker's type, whatever, so that you can sort of start to see them in a different light. Like I used to very much see my husband as lazy for sleeping in and for taking naps. Well, he's a projector. He does not have access to energy. When I'm really lit up, he gets more lit up and more energetic. But when I'm depressed or not in my zone of genius or whatever, he's just going to be his normal self projector who really can only work two hours a day and then he needs to chill. And once I stopped judging him for that, and also he's emotional authority like you, once I stopped judging his highs or lows, he completely changed and we have a completely different marriage now much more pleasant yeah yeah i learned too i um and it's easy to get kind of distracted so i'll maybe put like really try to focus on you first um i I remember you saying that to me allison was like do as much of it as deep as you want to go to kind of learn yourself and how you're operating but the little nuances or the couple basics of the people around you like for my kiddos um, both of them. So we're all generators or manigens. Um, and I'm on the spot trying to remember, I think, I think one of my kiddos is emotional authority like me. And one is sacral. Um, my kids are very different. My boys, um, not only in how they look, but just like how they react to things, how they move through things. Um, and it's funny as they grow, how many people that are in our world will comment on like, they are totally different kids. I'm like, Thank you. Yes, they are. Um, but like learning a couple tips and tricks then about like, um, you know, how my youngest is a sponge and he is really just going to absorb based on his chart. He's going to just really be absorbing whatever's happening around him. So if it's a particularly stressful, stressful phase of life for whatever reason in our family, I'm going to likely see a lot more kind of chaos and emotion out of him because he's just taken in all of our stuff or, my, my oldest, that's an emotional, like him, like, as I'm learning about my waves and how to process and paying attention to my body, like I can obviously help him in a different way, um, to kind of start to learn some of these things. And like you said, not, not judge it. Both of them, we didn't get into profiles, but both of them have twos in their profile. And so they don't always realize it, but that's like permitting, like needing alone time. And so they don't always know how to, ask for that themselves or even realize that they need it, but they both do need it at times. And so when they're like at each other, like a lot of kids are, but it's just like relentless where they're just picking at each other or whatever. It's like, why don't we take some alone time? Because this like clearly isn't working and you both, they don't know they need it, but they need it, you know? So like the little nuances like that, that can help when it comes to family dynamics, or like you said, not judging or understanding our people better so that, um, whatever stress might be going on around us, we just have a new perspective and again, can more efficiently kind of work through it when we have a better understanding of one another. Yep. It's huge. Totally. It's such a gift. Totally. Okay. So um, I'm sure anyone that brings you on their podcast, Allison is like, so we could come back like five more times because there's so much and, and I definitely would love that in the future, but I feel like this is just such a nice, like, introduction, not only to what human design is, giving a couple examples, 
of what people can learn and some starting point places. Um, that's just a good place to stop because yeah, it's like this conversation could just keep unfolding and 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 going. Um, so like Allison said, I definitely will link some of her resources. Thank you for sharing those with my listeners um, to help you all get like your your cheat sheets, get your chart, um, start diving in. I will definitely link Allison her um, Instagram page. She has a lot of really incredible. There's different courses. Um, that she's offered that are kind of available for people to digest if they interest them. But getting a reading, you guys, is such a smart um, place to start. I know you have, you know, limited spots because it is um, a hot commodity. Once people start learning about this, like, ooh, yes, tell me more. So um, I will link all of Allison's things um, and get you guys connected to her because it is, it's just such a gift once you learn more about yourself and just all the ways that it can benefit your life, your family, your career, all of it. So thank you for what you do. Thank you for being in my world, for coming here and just sharing your gift with everyone. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me on the podcast and for being in my world. I feel like so much has changed in your life and mine in the past year. And that's sort of what it does. Like human design, when you start implementing it into your personal life and your business, it really opens up a lot. Um, sometimes it takes a little while for the 3D reality stuff to show up, but man, just that awareness of like, I don't have to do this just because it's the way my parents did it or the way I was taught growing up or whatever. There's The biggest thing is relief. Like my husband's always like, you get paid to give people permission to do things that bring them relief. Yeah. Yep. That is what it is. So true. Yeah. It's so true. So yeah. Thing. And so, um, and just be prepared that as you learn, I mean, podcast was quite literally never on my radar. Mm -hmm. I don't even really know that I like listened to many at the point that when I met you a year ago. You're and so good at it. You're a natural podcast. <laughs> It was just like, I don't know, like, I was just like, oh, yeah, that's this thing. Everyone talks about podcasts. But, oh, I think truth be told, I was like, I don't even know where to find a podcast. How do you listen to them? Where do I? And they're like, you have an app on your phone. I was like, great. So in the year, if I didn't even know where the where the podcast app was on my phone to to meeting you and learning about this and how this is a good match and a good fit for me, which it totally is into now having you here, like talk about talk about a transformation in the year that's it's awesome thank you so much for everything um and guys go check out allison and everything that she has to offer over at udubu thank you so much megan see ya thank you so much for taking the time to be here and listen to this episode I know your days are full and there are a million ways that you could be spending your precious time. So just know that you choosing to be here with me doesn't go unnoticed. If you don't want to miss another chance to prioritize yourself and refuel that cup, then hit the subscribe button now so you don't miss a thing. The best way to spread these messages is to share, rate, and review these episodes. I want this podcast to support and nourish you through whatever you're going through in life. Please reach out to me on Instagram at any time at Megan M. Colsing. I'd love to hear from you because my mission is to help support and guide you to that magical and fulfilling life that you deserve. 
And in case nobody's told you yet today, you matter and you're doing a great job. See you next week.